Hello, this is Mateusz speaking and welcome to my podcast slash video. So this is a podcast I decided to create and this is the first episode of that podcast. So so my name is Mateusz and I came to Sweden like almost two years ago and I struggle with creating a business, creating opportunities and being equal in this country. So I decided to create a podcast that will speak to people like me, to people that come to Sweden or come to any other country in Europe or anywhere else. We'll just speak on how to do it, how to make business in uh, another country and how to make ends meet. So today's video is uh, the first episode of the whole series that I will wish to create and I will be talking with Megan. Megan came to Sweden from US, uh, she has Polish origin which is a funny thing and she will talk about creating a podcast, creating and running podcast and how to interview people. I really hope that you will enjoy that Please leave me a comment and let's stay in touch. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody who comes here to uh, get some knowledge from Megan. This is Megan, my guest in today's video and perhaps maybe even a podcast. If you're listening to that in your headphones while traffic, like while in traffic or something like that. <laughs> so this, this product, this movie, this recording is kind of a thing in, in the production itself because I invited you to teach me something about interviewing people about how to technically do a podcast and how to talk with people because you you do that I do I do I have a podcast about customer success um, for the company that I currently work for called Plan Hat mm -hmm. and um, we do two episodes every month Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we've done it in a way where, um, it's very, uh, very budget friendly. <laughs> so if you're on a budget, I can, uh, help you, uh, figure out tools that are good to use, um, audio devices that are good to use, um, and really small little ways to make your podcast sound like it's something super fancy and professional. Um, but it's really just like you doing uh, A to Z, everything. <laughs> okay, so so let's start from maybe before we get to this podcast stuff, just maybe say a little thing about yourself, mm -hmm. like personally. Okay. Is this a good question? Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, actually, so that's kind of one of the first questions I always ask. So I, and you know, of course, you want to give the audience something, um, to know about the person you're interviewing, kind of mm -hmm. give them some credibility. Mm -hmm. Um, you want to give them a bit about their background. So I always ask, like, tell us a bit about, you know, yourself and how you find yourself, how you found yourself doing what you're doing today. Um, cause it's kind of fun to hear that story. Um, it gives mm -hmm. you some background about that person, maybe makes them a little bit more relatable to an audience member. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it gives them some credibility as well. It's like a chance for them to kind of, uh, let the audience know what they've done and why not? Yeah, great. So let's get to let's get to your person, because right. <clears throat> this is not a this is not coincidence that I invited you, uh, <laughs> because you are American, yes. but a little bit Polish also. A little bit, yeah, <laughs> a little <bit> Polish. <laughs> a little bit Polish, born in America and came to Sweden. Mm -hmm. You live in Stockholm, and uh, this like. No, not nomad lifestyle, but how, how is it called? The person that is. Oh, you like, say nomad. nomad. Nomad, yeah, nomadic, no. kind of like moving from place to place, drifting yeah. a bit, not drifting. 
yeah because that's something i really i i really feel like talking about in my youtube channel and the podcast mm -hmm. talking with people that are constantly changing places and they have to change their mindset between countries because probably it, it it's much different between america and sweden right yeah you don't think that it will be uh but then there's a lot of little things in your everyday life that just kind of um Mm -hmm. surprise you <laughs> that exactly. are different so yeah um so you want me to talk about just a little bit about why i moved to sweden how i got exactly. here exactly okay and cool. how you find yourself here all right so um yeah i do i like to move a lot since i graduated high school in the u.s i moved to new york for a year then i went to chicago and did school there and then finished up school back in uh, Florida where my family lives. Um, and then after I graduated college, I decided I needed to get out. <laughs> I was like, okay, I live in the US. Um, I've always wanted to travel. I've always wanted to experience different cultures. Um, and what's the best way to do that other than living somewhere else? Mm -hmm. um, and so then it became this big research project of where the best place in Europe is to live. And um, I had- Why Europe? Because, like, I don't know, it's out of all the countries that I wanted to go to. And, mm -hmm. yeah, still okay. a very Western world. I still wanted that very Western world. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and and I know, like, you have Australia, but, I don't know, Australia seems really far. Mm -hmm. um, and Europe has so many more languages, it, like, so close to each other than I've ever experienced before. So it's, like, you know, Polish, German, uh, then you have French, and then Spanish, Portuguese, Dutch, British. Norwegian, Sweden, you have everything. It's its really cool. So it's, there's a lot of diversity. Um, so yeah, I guess Europe. Europe has always been on my mind. Uh, and then, yeah, after I kind of did some research, um, thought about France for a while because I had you know, done mm -hmm. an exchange when I was younger, but it became like, oh, where has like a really good economy, good tech scene, good English speaker, <laughs> which probably is like cheating myself out of leaving Swedish, but it's totally fine. Um, and has a really good quality of life. Because mm -hmm. I think in the U.S., um, it's a really great situation still compared to everywhere else. But um, as far as like women's rights and things like that, um, Sweden really, really knows how to do it. So it became Sweden. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and uh, how do you find yourself here? Uh, personally and uh, professionally? So I first came over as an au pair, and that was great. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I uh, learned a lot about culture and mm -hmm. some weird words in Swedish that uh, I don't know why, you know, like weird-ass kids' words that <laughs> you never <laughs> thought you'd learn. Um, and then through that, I kind of found a job on accident, like a happy accident, and now I'm working for this company, Planet, um, for, you know, almost two years now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then I've yeah, been here doing that. Met a Swedish dude. Now it's just <laughs> kind of rolling. <laughs> That's awesome. And what was the hardest thing for you? I think the hardest thing is you come and you don't have um, your network. Yeah. Yeah, and That's I think, tough. right? Yeah, I think you've experienced that. Where maybe, you know, going to other countries, you never know what the social. Mm -hmm expectation is but i think in sweden particularly it's a bit more um difficult to develop those strong connections and that social life um mm -hmm. and then as an adult in general it gets harder you know you're not a kid anymore you can't be like oh do you want to play with me <laughs> it doesn't work that way um so i think just that was the hardest thing is trying to build up a network of friends and yeah yeah and 
from the business point of view, the network is like the network is everything. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was that was the hardest thing, definitely, uh, to start from from scratch. And I had this uh, in my mind: I'm not, I don't want a day job. I don't want a day job. I don't <laughs> want a full time job. I'm gonna do it my way. I'm gonna be an entrepreneur. And that that's very very hard to do in the in the new place. So if you were if you were to move somewhere else, let's say to Poland, or Germany or or something like that, where how would you do that? Where would you start after moving there, to to get to the like good living level and so on? I think one thing that I benefit from here that I would do differently if I moved to another country mm-hmm. is really learn the language. Um, mm-hmm. here, like you can get a job and you don't have to know Swedish. Um, yeah. everyone is like amazing in English. You have a lot of international customers these mm-hmm. days. So to be able to speak to customers, like you, you know, I don't have to know Swedish. Mm-hmm. I have customers in Spain and France and Hong Kong. It's, you know, it's different. Uh, so I think I would really learn the language, but I think, um, the first thing I would do is probably, yeah, learn the language and, um, and go to meetups or something just kind mm-hmm. of get in and see what's out there. Um, I really admire my stepbrother who is really amazing at just like putting himself out there. He, if there's not a network, he will make one. He, he has started groups. He has gone to groups. And I think I would probably follow in those footsteps and really try to, um, get in and then also learn the language for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Learn the language and find a job instead of trying to hit the wall of your head. Yeah. That's my recommendation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think being an entrepreneur, yeah, like when you don't have the network, is a bit difficult. Um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really make sense. Like, mm, like going to job, it's not so bad if you, it's like, even if you really don't want, but it's just a temporary thing for you to survive. Yeah. I I find that that was my mistake. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I think like also a job can be a stepping stone to something else. It's nice yeah, because you can definitely. build up a network and then then for some reason, like whatever happens next, like that was helped by, you know, the previous job. And then even if, you know, later on you want to become an entrepreneur, you have the backup of like the people that you now know either from mm-hmm. work or from if you did like, you know, school or something, you mm-hmm. have that in the back. So it's kind of nice to know that like you can build on it and it's a stepping stone and we have so much time to work in our lives that it's like, and not maybe not all of us want to. I know your plan was to be retired, uh, like yeah, by the time you were almost forty. So, but it's like, yeah, you have so much time and to like take small steps towards um, what you really want, and like mm-hmm. it would be great to be an entrepreneur one day. I think I think it'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's have a quick break and we'll get to the main subject, which is uh, podcasting. Yay! Okay. Yay. Part two, podcasting. So welcome to the second part of the podcast. And now we're going to talk about, we're going to talk more about uh, the podcast itself. So let's say I have this idea. I want to talk with people and two people that are expats. Mm -hmm. In the break, we learned this word that, (laughs) (laughs) that was the word I was looking for. I want to talk to expats and I want to talk with expats that are focused on business and entrepreneurship or technology and things like that. So I have this idea. Mm -hmm. And what now? What now? So I like um, writing everything down and preparing it. So what I did first is when we initially thought of the idea for the podcast, um, it was getting kind of a a summary together of what it is, your goals, your mission. 
so that one, like when you reach out to people, you can be very clear about this is what I want to do. This is my goal. Um, do you, like, would you like to be a part of it mm -hmm. essentially? Um, so that, you know, they can have a guideline, you can have a guideline, um, and it gives it a bit more, <laughs> it gives it a, yeah, a bit more weight. And then, um, so that was kind of like the first thing. And then when you're reaching out to people initially, I mean, people like to be interviewed. Like some you yeah. know, people enjoy that, you know, exactly. it, it's a fun thing to do. So luckily when you reach out to people, you're probably not going to be met with a lot of resistance. People will be like, oh yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Um, but yeah, so I think like, but giving them kind of a little rundown of like, this is what is kind of like the theme. Mm -hmm. um, and when you're first, you know, doing your first initial episodes, you're not going to have anything to show them really. Um, mm -hmm. But, but yeah, like eventually you will. So, you know, later on you can like send links to previous podcasts people hopefully have like heard of it before um but preparing that way and then uh after you've kind of prepared that way kind of um yeah just kind of prepare your questions um for your first one like but also know that that first episode is going to change so much and how you feel about this first episode is, is gonna or is not gonna change so much i said that in the wrong way so like from the first episode your podcast is going to change so much so like uh -huh. that first episode like i listened to the first episode of the podcast that i did mm -hmm. and i'm like oh god <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, okay like it, it didn't have like music to it yet it didn't I have like a proper... with, uh, with youtube with videos exactly oh yeah I, I remember it exactly because it was pretty spontaneous. It was the day when I quit my when I talked with my boss and I quit my job and I said like I'm gone <laughs> and then I just I just drove somewhere with my car to the nature and I took my I think it, I recorded it with my phone and I was like guys I'm quitting my job. I, I just quit my job and like I basically don't know what to do with my life and I started my YouTube channel like right like that. And when I see that, it's terrible. But I was so proud about that. Yeah. yeah. But you have to have something to build off mm -hmm. of. And of course. Yeah, to know that, like, yeah, that first episode, like, I was so nervous interviewing this person. I was like, am I going to say something dumb? Are they going to be like, what the hell is this question? You know, like, I was so, even though, like, you know, you send them the questions before, but you want to have, like, good follow-up. You're like, am I actively listening enough? Like, okay, mm -hmm. what's the next question? You're like constantly battling like actively listening and preparing for the next thing and then like wanting to have like a really good follow-up mm -hmm. so the first one's stressful no matter what um at least for me it was very like nerve-wracking i think i talked to like the ceo the new ceo of marketo this like big company mm -hmm. in uh that's us based so like for me i was terrified <laughs> um but yeah i think like definitely doing enough preparation um like enough room for yourself to know that okay something could go wrong and i can adjust and change as i go but have your questions uh, know your goals know your mission and then go from there okay great um can we like talk a little bit more about these goals and mission mm -hmm. like uh, how should it look like uh what do you think about that like do i need to focus so much on that or should i just do more and like reach to people no i mean like give me an example give yeah. me give me your goal and your mission yeah so like our like for me i kind of like a personal one and then like there's the okay. actual professional one so with the podcast like our goal the company kind of goal was to um like explore more topics of customer success and kind of mm -hmm. bring to light like different opinions and different ways of looking at customer success because it's it's kind of enigmatic at this moment. It's kind of like a, you're still defining it in a lot of ways and mm -hmm. it's evolving. So bringing in experts to like, for, to learn, like 
basically helping people learn more about different ways of doing customer success. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, I'm pretty new to customer success as well. Like when I started this job, I, that's why I started customer success. So my own personal goal, my own personal kind of why I was doing this was like, I want to, I want to have access to these people mm -hmm. to ask them the questions that I want to ask, you know, and, exactly. I, and that was kind of, and then those kind of whys, those goals kind of melded, you know, like these are questions that I hope, you know, people are asking themselves about mm -hmm. customer success. And then these are questions that I'm asking myself. <laughs> so, uh, that was kind of my why, but you don't need to like post it anywhere, you know, <laughs> just like have it for yourself. I would say like, kind so of, you know you, what you do. Exactly. You it kind of helps us. drive mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. just to make sure you're always focused on why you're doing it. Um, and then it keeps the content, it keeps the content, like I think, um, passionate and live. It's like, oh, okay. This is why I'm doing it. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. So that's going to be the end of the part two. Okay. In a second, we'll get to part three, which will be a technical stuff like Yay. mics and apps and so on. Okay. So see you in a second. <laughs> part three, tech stuff. <laughs> so we have our we have our goals we have our mission vision and, and so on and now we, we we get to start doing stuff right yeah and yeah. we don't want to spend money on that because it's a big big unknown we don't know how it goes like yeah yeah what now and so yeah like if you don't have the resources to do it like you know and but you still want to do it well right so if you're the but, only person doing it but basically it there is no point of investing like couple of thousand crowns or like hundreds of dollars no. before even first interview right yeah no so what i did <laughs> or what we did is like we um i like researched the mics and i had experience with like a yeti mic before which is good solid podcasting mic. yeti makes a lot of great ones um for that purpose but then you know of course as you maybe as like this becomes more of a livelihood thing, you could get like a really nice um, mic that's like hanging and doing mm -hmm. all these things. But like for me right now with what I'm doing, the Yeti mic, it sits nope. there. And what's the cost of that? A um, hundred bucks, a hundred US dollars. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So it's pretty cheap. It's like a one-time investment, right? Mm -hmm. For a hundred dollars. Um, and it sits there and you can do like a couple different things with it. There's, um, what we like called polar patterns. So if you're not interviewing someone one-on-one, -on -one, you can do like the, um, like the bi-directional polar pattern. So it mm -hmm. picks up here and here blocks out. And then, you know, you can mm -hmm. do some interesting things with it. It's, it's a nice mic and it works for like, you're just starting, you're not super technical, you know, you don't need somebody mm -hmm. like recording audio separately and doing all these interesting things. There's like, it works. Um, so that's like the big investment that I did. And then, um, music. So this actually came later on, um, uh, because music makes everything so much more nice and mm -hmm. fun. Right. Um, so do you have music for through the whole podcast in the background? No, no. So I just kind of, I start with it and then I, it dies down and there's like music underlying in the intro. And then I do like a little like transition beats mm -hmm. and then it goes into the interview. And then at the end I do the same thing. Um, I think it's nice to have it in the intro. It just kind of is a nice pickup, mm -hmm. um, like a good energy thing before getting into the actual interview. Um, and then at the end, you know, it kind of builds again. Um, so music I think is a great way to make it feel like it, there's like a lot going on. There's like a lot of production going on, but maybe it's just like, I just bought music and like, mm -hmm. I just, okay, like now it's there. Oh, it fades out and then fades back. And then, you know, it's a great way to like make it more fun and sound more professional. Um, and that you can go to like audio jungle, mm -hmm. which is this, um, 
basically like I don't know if you've experienced it's like a repository of like yeah. is repository the right word oh my god if I said the wrong word it's like the <laughs> bank repos- oh suppository is like the bad word that <laughs> <laughs> not the bad word but like okay, repository um, it's like yeah it's like a bank of music that you can buy yeah. basically and license for like 10-15 dollars yeah depending on what you want to do with it mm-hmm. so they kind of give you like what are you going to do with it and like I think I bought ours for like 30 bucks 30 US dollars and that's a one time thing as well so like all in all we're still under $200 here yeah um, and then you have like your SoundCloud account which SoundCloud then you can hook up into iTunes that's you know I think 99 a month though so that can add up but if you want to have big a lot of storage I say SoundCloud is good um, and then, yeah, then I use audacity, which is a free audio editing tool. And that works great for me. I don't need anything more than audacity. So good job. So just plug, plug it, uh, plug the mic to your computer and hit record. Yeah, audacity. yeah, exactly. So, um, if you're doing an in-person interview, that's how I do it. Um, but then if I'm doing a, um, like a Skype interview or something, I, I can choose to record with my external or yeah, with my external mic, um, from the preferences of whatever video thing I'm doing. So I, I use zoom a lot. So zoom allows you to choose to use like mm-hmm. my Yeti mic. Um, yeah. So you can do that. Okay. Yeah. And when it comes to me, I think I'm, I'm going for even cheaper option right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have this road mic mm-hmm. that I got for the camera and for like making movies. Which was like I don't know sixty dollars probably. That's amazing. Like that. It's a good mic too. It's a good. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I had my old this how is it called Laval like this pocket. Oh, this, I know what you said. Oh gosh, this why fancy, can I remember the word? Fancy mic that like you stick to your clothes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had my old one that costed like ten dollars a couple of years ago, and recently I bought this fancy one for eighty dollars or something like that. And today we wanted to record it with that, and it didn't work. It failed us. So you don't always need to invest, just get what you have. And what is very interesting, uh, recently I've been recording a movie for, for my client, and at the end of the movie they had a like short summary interview, and they just used iPhone. They just, they just yeah. took the phone and they were speaking like this. Yeah. And the sound was perfect. It's kind of crazy. It's actually insane how good phones are getting at video and yeah, audio. Yeah, really. It's a little like, uncomfortable. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> like seriously, l- lately I've been talking with one uh, girl in the bank that I met her, and she started talking to me because she saw my camera. And she's planning to start some vi- making some videos, some YouTube and so on. And like she's thinking about this camera and this camera, this like one thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. I'm like. What phone do you have? iPhone X. Just, just like, please, please don't buy anything before you make five videos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think the same with with the podcast and mics and so on. Just start start doing things first. Use your phone. Use anything what you have. Yeah. And you will be much further than. Yeah. Because you're learning in those moments as well. You do not need to be like full out professional when you first start. You do not of need course. to have absolutely everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. So that would sum up. Yeah. Is yeah. It a good, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would sum up the part three, which was a technical thing. And we will get to interviewing people and talking with people. Part four. Part four. <laughs> part four.
interviewing people. So welcome to part four with Megan. Yay! <laughs> now we'll talk about how to actually interview people, what questions to ask, what not to ask, and how to make it interesting and how to keep a good flow. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, what you ask and what not to ask, I think, is um, it's always going to be dependent on like who you're interviewing, what the topic is, and whatnot. Um, but I think, like, what questions to ask? So, like, I like to do like kind of a pre call with everyone before. Mm -hmm. Um, and if not that, then I'd like to, of course, just send them the questions, but, um, like, so, you know, pick a topic, pick something that's going to kind of focus your interview, of course. Um, but then like prepare the questions, send them to them before. And then, um, if there's something, I always tell them if there's something that they're uncomfortable with, or like, there's something that they don't think that they can mm -hmm. answer very well, um, I, I take it off and they let me know and we remove it. Or, you know, if there's something that they think, okay, I'm really passionate about this, then I, I can kind of add it. Um, so I think like how, what questions you ask, uh, is going to be of course, like guided by the topic and who you're interviewing, what their background is, what expertise mm -hmm. they have. Um, but like, yeah, like of course, let them kind of know a guideline of questions that you have beforehand. Um, and I think unless that it's like, your topic is, you know, you have like a very personal podcast going on, like stay away from anything terribly personal. If it's just about business, mm -hmm. you know, like don't like ask about, you know, what's yeah. what happening. Uh, okay. But uh, when it comes to preparing questions, uh, you, you're a fan of preparing everything before. I am. I'm a fan. <laughs> I am a fan with like, go with the flow. You will see how the interview goes uh, and so on. Yeah. So, how do you prepare to interview? Yeah, so I mean, I think there there's your your way of doing it, which is fun too. It depends, I think, of course. We know each other, like it's comfortable, mm -hmm. um, and and you know, sometimes you can't prepare. Sometimes you just there's things that come up, and the conversation takes its own path, and that's you know how you have to mm -hmm. let it happen. Um, but for the type of podcast that I do, preparing is probably most important thing because it allows the person on the other end, because I'm asking pretty in-depth questions sometimes about customer success. So it gives that person time to really think through and prepare. So mm -hmm. how to do that? I kind of, I have a, a sheet that I send everybody and I say like, okay, this is how the podcast is broken up to. I have, you know, part one, which is kind of like, it's about you getting to know you. Um, and then part two is kind of the topic that we're going to cover that day about customer success. And it includes all the questions mm -hmm. underneath that. Um, and then the last part is I always like to add or ask a kind of a, a more general advice question. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I tailor it to them in this way, but for a while I was asking, you know, what is your definition of customer success? But mm -hmm. we've kind of moved on from that question. Um, so yeah, I send everyone kind of like a list of like, uh, this is how the podcast is going to flow. Uh, this is how we break it down. And here are the questions for each section. Um, sometimes we get to all of them. Sometimes we don't. Um, sometimes, of course, I add more follow-up questions. Um, and then I always, like, you know, at the beginning, I'm like, hey, like, if you say anything or you mess up, like, I can cut this. Don't worry. So you got to give them, like, yeah. a, whew, they can breathe. I had one woman. She's so cute. I love her so much. She was like, oh, I just, can you, oh, and I was like, calm down. Totally fine. I'll cut this whole thing. No one will ever know that it was a mess. She's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, giving them that, exactly. that safety net. Yeah. And when it comes to me, I didn't prepare any question to you, mm -hmm. but I prepared mentally. I compared myself to yourself where I am, where you are, 
and what's this path between my position and your position and how like how to fill up fill fill the blanks mm -hmm. like so um a lot i asked you before that's that's how i prepared that but it's all this like mics and uh, interviewing people and so on and so on that's that's this difference that i want to fill this gap and that was my general idea for the podcast and that's how i prepared yeah and that works because i mean sometimes you have to just kind of let the conversation take yeah. its own path i think i think so um yeah so and i'm just lazy maybe nah like you we know each other so it's super chill <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you don't know the person, it's kind of like, oh, you get stressed. Yeah, but. yeah, probably if I had a chance to interview, I know, Elon Musk, I would do nothing for a month than just, just preparing. Just sitting there, like, researching everything. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, do you have anything to add about... Um, I mean, I'm still learning so much, so I'm... Ugh, I kind of... I enjoy like talking to people, but you know, I don't have a background in journalism or anything like that, but, um, but it's been a fun learning process. And I, I don't think, I think just being a, a person who is curious mm -hmm. and, um, likes to ask questions mm -hmm. that that'll get you through. Okay. So I have two questions. First is what to do when you drift apart from the main subject. Yeah. Do you do you, do you go after that and like let it happen, or do you constantly try to get back? So of course, it's, I think that depends. So if your podcast is kind of a general thing where it's more loose, like, like you're not hard set on a topic. Like I listen mm -hmm. to some podcasts that are that that's what happens. They they become very tangential. They just kind of mm -hmm. here and here. But for my podcast, um, yeah, you kind of want to rein them in. So like if something goes off or it's very really not focused and I had one episode that, you know, that happened and it's not super focused, you want to bring it back. So you always want to refocus and, um, and make sure that you're still like, cause it's, you know, for your audience, you know, like what they're saying might not be relevant. So you kind of want to be like, so for our audience, you know, and for this, so yeah, to control it a bit and make sure that it's still going after what you want to go after and focusing on what you want to focus on instead of, you know, going off on this tangent. So it, yeah. But if you have a casual podcast where you follow tangents, go for it, follow it. <laughs> okay. And another question, what's, what do you do when there is like this, a little bit of silence, you know, that like the, the uh, person that is interviewing. So like me, I, like don't really know where to go right now mm -hmm. and the other person kind of finished but like just stopped talking and there what's happening there like wh how do you how do you do that yeah. or do you just let it stop and then you edit it or do you try to make up something on the on the go so like is this when because sometimes i've interrupted people before when i didn't know that they were finished or not because some people take mm -hmm. long pauses and then so like sometimes you can kind of like know when they're finishing and i've, I've learned that a bit better because some people are very clear about when they're done they're like boom, and then there's a beat mm -hmm. and then you continue into your next question um and then other people like sometimes take a long pause and then like they're keep they still go or they're still going and i'm like oh i'm so sorry like keep going and i try and like maybe mm -hmm. edit that up but um but you, like when you have like a non-talkative person, you know, sometimes, mm -hmm. um, I would say this is, and you're going to laugh because I like preparing a lot, but this is why I like to do a call before, um, because I kind of like to feel out their personality. So I hopefully can know, um, 
am I going to have to have a lot of questions? Like, mm-hmm. am I going to have to, you know, really have a lot of follow-ups? Am I going to have to have a lot of things, you know, prepared to make sure that I can fuel this for, you know, 20 minutes at least. Um, so that's why I'd like to know a little bit about them and their personality before. So I can tell, is it going to be like, do I have to really pick my energy up and draw something out of them? Um, do I have to have a lot of questions prepared? Are they very concise and boom, 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 you know? Um, so I would say the call before, like, and kind of gauging Mm -hmm. a little bit, like, should I have a lot prepared? Is this person verbose? Are they comfortable just riffing? Uh, it depends on the person. So I like to prepare in that way. I'm such a preparing person. Yeah, you are. I'm always like, I'm I'm totally spontaneous. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it goes. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So that would conclude our part four, fourth part. Yeah. And we'll get to fifth part, which will be the last one. I think Mm -hmm. part five summary. So welcome to the fifth part. And Mm, please tell me from your experience of podcasting Mm -hmm. what questions did I miss what would you ask yourself um I think about podcasting um about podcasting or about the person being interviewed you know maybe I should like dig some more about yourself or maybe I should dig some more like business question or more technical question what do you think? Um, I think like, yeah, maybe on the technical side, I would have just asked a bit more of like process questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so process of like, uh, getting the, you know, editing it, how, you know, you, um, get it out to the person, like uh, maybe a bit more process questions, I guess. I'm trying to, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I'm trying to remember all the questions we asked. Each part. <laughs> um, Maybe more process, yeah, I think, like, because that's a fun thing for me, I know, like, um, editing it and, you know, figuring out where to edit, how to edit, um, when do you, like, because sometimes, you know, it goes on for too long, and sometimes Mm -hmm. I let it go, and then other times you have to kind of cut out certain Mm -hmm. questions that might have felt, like, unnecessary, so deciding that moment of, is this a necessary question, should I keep it, is this necessary for my my content, Mm -hmm. um, and, and that process of, yeah, like choosing what to keep and what to not keep and, um, and like, you know, scripting your intros, I think is fun. Um, and, and yeah, yeah, I think that that's pretty much my thing. Like the only thing I would add is like, how do you know what to keep and how do you know what to cut? And, um, and also like, so answer that question. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, so the fifth part, uh, will be like me kind of fill up the blanks. Like let's, yeah. let, let's answer the question that were not answered or asked even. Yeah. I think like when I'm listening to the podcast back to edit it, um, especially if it's like, sometimes I've had interviews that, you know, like 40 minutes and sometimes it's like all it's, all of it's fantastic content. And then other times I hear a question that I asked or that maybe, you know, maybe it was a follow question or something that I had prepared and I'm like, ah, that's not really, that doesn't like fit, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's okay to cut it. Like, and at first I was like, Oh, like, is that person going to feel bad? But it's like, mm-hmm. no, like this makes the content cleaner. So less is more. Exactly. So if you see, if you hear something that you ask, like, you know, what do they call it? Kill your doll darlings or something. It's like, it might be a, a little piece of your, your beautiful work, but if, if it's not necessary, cut it. Um, and it's probably going to be better that you do. Um, yeah, I think that's a, 
good one. Like, just know when to to do that. Okay. <laughs> that was a really, really For now, I don't think I will cut anything from our conversation, but we'll, oh, see. we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, what about the process? So, um, tell tell more what you wanted to, to say about that. And plus, I like I came up with one more question about what to do after, after we yeah. record that. What to do with that so that people can actually hear that. Oh God, promoting your podcast is like okay, but before promoting, yeah. what to do? Where to put it? Where I what have files on my computer. What now? Oh, that's what SoundCloud comes in, though. So just the SoundCloud, I, no iTunes. I so SoundCloud actually you do like an RSS feed and it mm-hmm. sends it into iTunes. So yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I like you edit it up and you package it and you send it to the person. You let them hear it. Um, let them know mm-hmm. if you said your their name wrong or something in the intro, and then they can <laughs> they can tell you. Um, but then after everything's approved, yeah, like uh, so I use SoundCloud. Uh, I like SoundCloud; it works mm-hmm. well for me. And then SoundCloud actually kind of connects with an RSS feed to iTunes, um, which is where I think a lot of people listen to podcasts these days and Spotify too. I mean, I like listening to podcasts on Spotify, and then if I don't find it on Spotify, I find it on iTunes. Um, But yeah, so like set it up to where um, on your SoundCloud, you like there's a place where you can enter your RSS feed and basically like send it into um, iTunes, and then it'll pop up and you'll have all of your stuff there. And it's nice because once you get it set up, it's pretty automatic. Um, I think iTunes has to approve it just to make Mm -hmm. sure it's not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. inappropriate content um but then once they do that they usually it's within like oh my god i think it's 48 hours it, it went mm-hmm. pretty fast um once they do that like yeah once every time you upload something onto soundcloud it automatically gets sent into itunes sometimes it takes a couple hours like sometimes it takes a little bit longer than that like i usually like to upload mine the day before i'm gonna like officially release it to everyone um and kind of promote it and send it out because so already available online yeah it's available on soundcloud first Mm -hmm. yeah so like i put it up on soundcloud first Mm -hmm. and you can even do this thing and you can schedule it on soundcloud Mm -hmm. um and so you can schedule it on soundcloud to be released to the public that next day but i like to like put it on soundcloud first and then make sure that it gets to itunes because i know that's where a lot of people listen to it so it's possible to put it on soundcloud and schedule it for tomorrow and meanwhile it will it yeah. will do this magic and go to iTunes. Yeah, it's being sent that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And hopefully you will help me with that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Definitely. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else in the process. Like, yeah, once it's there. Um, have you, have artwork. Like, I think it's really nice to, because like I, I chose going forward this um, like very bright kind of uh, monochromatic, but then like bright and bold things um for the podcast so every episode gets its own artwork um and it kind of follows that so it's really fun to think of what you want as your brand or your podcast Mm -hmm. artwork and brand um that's a fun thing to do um especially if you're like building a website landing page for it later on or something um so that's a fun part of the process so like think about your artwork as well Mm -hmm. yeah Um, because it kind of gives a a flavor of what the podcast is kind of like personality yeah i like it okay yeah I don't know if anything else. I'm trying to think. But I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we will be uh how to, how to say that? How do you say in Polish? Benjamin Konchic. How do you say it in Swedish? 
Vi ska sluta. I don't know really. We're done here. I'm so th- yeah, we're done. <laughs> uh, so sum it up about yourself. Like uh, maybe if there is anybody who wants to contact you, ask some question. Of course, yeah, I'd be happy to. So I mean, I'm working in customer success, and then of course, I mean, I'm still learning so much about this podcast stuff. So like, mm-hmm. however anyone else does their podcast could be way better. This is just how I do mine. Um, and I do it on a budget. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how I, but um, so if you want to contact me about podcasting, about customer success, if you just have general questions um, about moving to Sweden, I guess, right? Um, you can contact me. You can find me on LinkedIn. So feel free to um, find me on LinkedIn and mm-hmm. connect and just like let me know what you have questions about. Um, it's Megan, and I just learned the Polish way to say it. Lizik, so Wojcicki, I don't know, but so it should be Wojcicki. Mm-hmm. But I say Lizicki because I was born in the U.S. and yeah, they butchered like our last name. Yeah, like we'll show it like somewhere here. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Big fat title, and in case you are listening that to that uh, in the audio version, you'll probably find it somewhere in the notes. Yeah, just in the description, we can put yeah. uh, my name and feel free mm-hmm. to reach out. I don't think there's a lot of Megan Lozickis or Megan Wojcickis, so <laughs> you'll be able to find me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was, it was fun. fun. Yay. Now I will need to uh, like record some intro, outro, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Intro, outro. But apart from that, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Let's pleasure. meet one more time in one year and then I will be more experienced. Yeah. I would love the that. The podcast will be much better. I can be the annual guest. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So first episode. It's almost done. Almost. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's it for today. I really hope you enjoyed that. The next episode will come in one week. And if you don't want to miss it, please subscribe to the YouTube channel or subscribe to the podcast. Um, See you next week. Have a good one. Bye bye.